Uh, hey, everybody, this is Scooter Race. I want to let you know if you want to help the show out, just please review, rate us in iTunes if you can. Just be honest about your experience with this show. And also subscribe in iTunes. You know, that's a great way to somehow iTunes says, okay, there's a podcast people like. Uh, let's, uh, you know, make it findable or something. I don't know, you know. Uh, but also double check every once in a while, you know, that, that uh, you're still subscribed to the show because they auto unsubscribe. But then I guess you wouldn't be hearing this anyway. So whatever. On to the show. Thanks. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. I think I, know, I think I said to put you to sleep. And we do as a bedtime story. Tonight is Thursday. It's time for our uh, serial story tales of Lady Witchbeard. Uh, about a fr- you know friendlyish pirate witch, witch pirate, witch pirate. You'd say the the, the pirate witch is a, it was witch pirate I'm talking about. But all you got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you. Here's what I propose. I'll give you a proposal and then a long, drawn-out metaphor. The proposal is I'm going to try to tell a story and distract you from whatever's running through your brain. Whatever's got you up thinking, worrying, your brain's chattering, your brain's talking, your brain's listing. Maybe your brain's like uh, working on theses. Uh, maybe your body's hurting. Maybe, maybe you know, just get some uh, like internal pain, you know, you're, you're suffering. And, and, and due to that suffering, you can't fall asleep, whether it's physical mental or emotional, uh, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to tell a story, and you can listen, and ideally the story will take a couple turns. I'll use lulling, soothing tones, uh, patented uh, boredom, boredom technology. Uh, just, but It's not patented or tech. It's a technology as old as time. The man... The Pointless Man with the Pointless Stories. So maybe it's like an artisan. There's another word for that, but, you know, I'm a artisan craftsman of boredom. So I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to try to soothe you. I'm going to try to make you smile. But whenever you feel like dozing off, you say, well, this isn't, it's, it's okay. You go ahead and go right to sleep. Now, if you find the story interesting, I'll try to be there for you. But the main thing I want to do is, is create a safe place. Reach my hand, my voice across the deep dark night and say, hey, this podcast is here for you. Either to help you fall asleep or to, you know, be your companion and your distraction uh, through the evening. Or if you wake up, you know, try to ease you right back into bed. Uh, now, a long drawn off metaphor. I was thinking about this today. Because you say, geez, people say, what, what, what makes you do the podcast, or what, why are you, why are you so adept at dealing with brain bots and overthinking, and not being? They said, well, Jesus, if you knew what was going on in my brain, you know, when they were handing out different stuff when when they were on the the, the construction line, 
overthinking was like locked in in full force and sprayed my brain like uh, sprayed my brain with so I, so I was thinking today about desert islands and the old uh, John Caruso or Robinson Cano uh Swiss family Robinsons you know the whole thing you know Tom Cruise being being on a desert island stranded but I was thinking about my thinking about that. I was saying, well, Jesus, if I, if I was stuck in a desert island, I wouldn't be alone, one, because there's about a billion dudes in my head. And the expectation, I said, I'd probably sit down with them at some point, you know, after a couple days. And we'd probably have some sort of meeting. Usually meetings with my brain consist of beratings or just, you know, chugging, chugging anxiety, listing, saying, oh, Jesus, did you get that done? Which one? Because you, t- you just told me 40 things to do. In a millisecond, I couldn't hear any of them, but I do feel the anxiety. So, I, so, but anyway, so I was trying to think about it in a, you know, a different arena, a desert island. How would I do on a desert island? What would I do? I'd be away from. And then I said, Oh no, I wouldn't be away from my problems. I'd take my problems wherever I go. And so I was thinking. I said, Geez, what would my brain do? And I'd say, Okay, well, I got water here. I'm eating some coconuts and some. Uh, you know, some creatures of the sea. And, you know, I'm, I'm, so I'm surviving here. Uh, but I really don't know about much about it. I'd say maybe we should be planning getting a boat here and getting out of here doing something. And I'm pretty sure no matter what I did from that point on, no matter how effective I was, my brain would be like, what? Like my brain, they would form a committee to build a cruise ship. And they would say, well, the only way to get off the island, you know, that you shouldn't be ashamed of and embarrassed about is to build a cruise ship, you know, and that would get us off the island. It would also show all those people that said, well, if you were trapped on a desert island, you'd just have water and those crustaceans. And then they'd say, okay, so I'm supposed to, okay, where should I, well, build, why haven't you built a cruise ship? They'd start and say, well... Okay, guys, I don't know anything about shipbuilding. I don't know anything about building. I don't know anything about elements. So I said, geez, I, I know there's some wood here, but don't cruise ships have a lot of metal? I don't know. I know there's silicon and sand, but there's sand here. I don't know how to make metal. I don't know much about wind or propeller power, steam power, solar. I don't know anything about those. So what should we do? Should we just give up? And they said, well, Jesus, that's what you want to do. But you really, if you just build this cruise ship, we'll get off the island. All our problems will be solved. And I'd say to them, okay, so let me just make sure. Usually I don't think enough to rephrase their questions. or their, I'd say, okay, guys, so the only way off this island with any pride intact, any safety, the only way to get off this island safely is a full-bore cruise ship. Yeah, and they see the Panamax, a Panamax one. And you're, so that's what you're saying. The only way I can get off this island is if I build a cruise. Exactly. Why haven't you, we didn't, we say, okay, well, where should I start? Why haven't you started? And I'd say there's, it would just be a circular thing where I'd probably lie on the beach trying to distract myself. I'd probably try to make some cocoa liqueur out of coconuts to, you know, shut those voices down. And I say, oh, wait, guys, hey, did you know we're, we're uh, I see a hotel down there. We never even bothered to look around. We're not on a desert island. Or here's another theory. 
Logs float. What if we just get on a log and paddle for a while? Or, you know, walk around, uh, you know, so... I don't know if anybody can relate to that. I don't think that was a very salient point. But that's just some of the stuff in my brain. If I was on a desert island, that would be the solution. Build a cruise ship. And not only would any other solution be acceptable, but I don't know, and that's not achievable. And so I say, why do you, what's going on in here? And believe me, I've had experts. I've been working, and I say, well, Jesus, was good, this guy. I mean, they, they said, we got Norway, Sweden, Denmark, you know, all the mental health countries, the mental, you know, the, the, the uh, stalwarts of mental health, uh, all their uh, signature medal winners on this case. They, they may take me to a desert island to observe me, they said. It, but these are also voices. They said, your your brain's never going to be fixed unless you get the Norwegians on it. And I say, isn't that the Swedes or the Danes or the Swiss that are at mental health? And they'd say, yeah, you, 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 you're talking Finnish now. So that's one of the reasons maybe this podcast works is because I have to distract myself and try to calm myself down. And in some sense, I like telling these stories. Uh, to you guys, because they distract, I, maybe they distract me, but I enjoy telling them. And for, for this is my escape from those voices. I say, well, geez, if, if I, the only way I can do the podcast is if I'm distracted from all these internal critics and experts and Danes. I don't know. I don't have any Dane in me. I said, geez, I, how do I have an internal Dane? And he says, I'm the great Dane. And they say, okay, I can't give you attention right now. I'm trying to do a podcast, Great Dane. Uh, so that's it. Long, drawn-out metaphor. Maybe senseless. Maybe you fell asleep already. That'd be ideal. But that's the podcast in a nut, nuts shell, as they say. As a, as a, you know, if, if, if I had a friend, I forgot Tom Cruise's friends. Beside, no, it'll come to me when it's too late. He had a nice name for his little... Uh, volleyball friend oh wilson because obviously i don't know but uh so that's it i'm glad you're here i hope that made sense this is your first time here give it a couple tries i you know i try i don't don't know I, i did my best there i try to do my best to help you fall asleep and as i said i'm glad you're here you know i hope i crave i desire to help you fall asleep thanks for stopping by all right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can find older episodes there uh, that aren't on iTunes. Most of our episodes are on iTunes, but maybe the last, first 10, 15 are, may, might not be. So they're on the website. You can comment on the website. You can email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Great way to get me is on Twitter, at Dearest Scooter, or on uh, Facebook, that's where I post bloopers and sleep articles, and you can see other you know listeners talk, you know interact with other listeners. Uh, we have a Facebook group with with, with listeners. I guess it's an uh, unofficial official. I don't know. Uh, sanction, officially sanctioned. So it's moderated by Laura, and that's over at sleeplessmepodcast.com/nods, and it's free to join. It, you know, it's just a place where you can talk to other. If you're up at four in the morning, uh, whether it's in Australia, the U.S., the U.K., 
Canada's on the same time zones as us mostly, you know, Norway or Paraguay, Paraguay or Uruguay, you know, you can find maybe find somebody say, hey, geez, I can't sleep too, buddy, you, you, you know, but you're looking great. Uh, so that's housekeeping. Uh, maybe some other stuff I forgot, but uh, uh, let's see. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast. He does our music. Scotty and Jennifer on our wor- artwork. Laura, as I said, is running the Facebook group. Uh, we're going to have some video. Meg, Luke, and David T are helping out on that. I want to thank uh, over on Twitter, Tawny Fern, Hype Shark, formerly Hyper Shark, I think, now Hype Shark, Chevy, a.k.a. Chevrolet, Billy Babs, Alec, Kathy, Andy, Boom Boom Brian, Kate, Sammy, over on Facebook, Lida, Joe, Laura, Mark, Bonnie, the Silvertone, Alec, Alexandra, uh, Brenda, uh, and I tr- I'm going to try to get this name right, and I think I'm, I'm going to do my best here. Aratsev. Aratsev. I, I hope I got that. Aratsev. I think I got that right. Beautiful, beautiful-looking name. A very kind listener. And now, if you guys remember, Iante's name I got wrong the first time, so if I got your name wrong, I apologize. And you can make me, you know, but but I said, I, I said, okay, let's look this. Uh, I said, you know, this person deserves a Ratsov. And I also can't pronounce the regular word, so. But thank you for your lovely comments. Jennifer B., Joanne, Aaron P., Julie C., Brandon with an A., uh, Jennifer B., David P., Daniel, Julie G., Ahab's wife, Barky, I heard from Barky again, and Jeannie, and I think that's everybody, I think, let's see, checked iTunes, nothing on iTunes, so thanks for being here, and on with the show. All right, we're back with another tale of Lady Witchbeard, and when we last left off last week, uh, we had got kind of caught on a path. We were violating uh, indigenous tribes' private property. They said, hey, you know, possibly. We didn't have, it was mostly nonverbal communication. But it seemed like a battle was going to break out between the conquistadors and these indigenous people. And I guess a, a small, it was more of a skirmish. So I was trying to break it up. Cortez got snatched by another group of conquistadors that were pursuing us. So there's there was like older people and children in the village. I said, I don't know about them getting hurt, you know. But Lady Witchbeard said, Jesus, you, we germ, we gotta get the, we gotta go get Cortez. I said, What about the children, Lady Witch? She said, Let's go. But they were they had cannons and stuff. They can you know conquistadors how they get. So you know, sorry, conquistador cast, the podcast about conquistadors, you know, conquistador fan cast. But I think uh, Queen Isabella re- re- revoked their charter. Ba-boom, boom. That's, okay. That's my Conquistador Comedy Tour. Uh, not sold out. Not, not so, you know, no, no tickets sold yet. So I, I was like, I got to come up with a plan to help everybody. Win-win, as they say in the business, the business thing. So what I did was I had stolen, you know, full, full, full disclosure, 
some broom dust from Lady Witchbeard's cottage, which you sprinkle on a normal everyday broom. It temporarily turns it into a witch-style flying broom. I used it on one of those cannon stuffers, which is pretty much a broom. And then I flew into the village. Accidentally, uh, a guy got hit by the flying broom, you know, in you know, through him. And he went to live on a farm, you know, with all all of our dogs and pets from our childhood, that farm. So happy. But all the people of the village immediately started praising me. Lady Witchbeard obviously was shocked that I'd stolen broom dust from her. And they captured all the conquistadors, the indigenous people. That's where we left off. So here we go to another tale of Lady Witchbeard. And I have Antonio Banderas here. Uh, Antonio, do you have do you have do you have the script I gave you? Ha, 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 ha! Yeah, that, can you do that again, Antonio? Ha, 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 ha! A little too evil, Lady Witchbeard. Ha, ha, ha! That'll be good for this week. Uh, I like to. You didn't make it passive aggressive or anything about your ex-wife. I appreciate that. All right, thanks, Antonio. That's Antonio Banderas doing, uh, like, the, the puncher. I don't know what they call it, but, you know, after you do the intro, you punch it right into the story in a normal. Uh, in, this, uh, in this one, I just, you know, distracted, you know, by botch. That was a botch. Ed and Antonio Banderas here. I wouldn't call it a total disaster because we got it on tape. And he did, uh, he did whip me accidentally with his ponytail. So I think it was like some of his cool probably rubbed off on me, so that'll be good later. You know, maybe maybe he, me and him will go get coffee or something, and, you know, we could be a couple of bandejos, you know. So, all right, Lady Witchbeard. Thanks, Antonio. All right, so we were, in, we were where, we, where I was was I was in the center of this village, and all the people of the village, they were saying, germ lord, germ lord. They called me thief and coward, thief and coward. Uh, but while they were all chattering, like a lot of the warrior types had uh, taken uh, all the conquistadors, uh, prisoner, and Lady Witchbeard. It, but Lady Witchbeard was uh, incensed with anger at me. Like, she was yelling at the end of the last episode, really, really so loudly. Just so, so loudly in her, you know, authoritative-type voice. And, uh, glaringly, I described her glaring in detail. Uh, but some, for some reason, her ire, like, made the villagers even more, I guess because I wasn't cowering, internally... I guess it wasn't cowering. It wasn't, I was more, my internal shame engine was getting, you know, they were getting that started up, the parts of me. They said, oh boy, this means you're worth, you know, but but, but that takes a while to get going, especially when you're in, uh, you know, intense situation like this. I'm good in crises. I just like distracting people at bedtime because I'm distracted by the crisis. Uh, so I was trying to deal with it. So they were, ca- they, they had all, and I said, I was trying to make sure, but, you know, I was trying, I said, Jesus, and it wasn't like a stereotypical confusion because Marina was there. 
and she she said, she said, I don't know quite this uh, this uh, this village's language perfectly. But I said, well, make sure they don't hurt anybody. And they had all the conquistadors and uh, Lady Witchbeard, you know, the ones that didn't go live on a farm. A few of them had to go live on that far- same farm or maybe a different farm. I don't know, you know, but, but not important. And they, they can, some of them were still mad, but Lady Witchbeard being made some of them a, more, a little more gutsy, even though she was kind of standing off to the side. So a couple of them got lippy with me. And, of course, uh, my new people didn't like that too much. And, they, you know, so, so I said, okay, okay. I was using international signs for a person, you know, Trying to be a leader that's not good at, you know, a lot of hand, a lot of palm, open palm moves. And a lot of, whoa, 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 you know, whoa, 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 whoa. I was doing a lot of that. <sighs> you know, no poke, no, 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 no poke. I guess, in the, and I guess, geez, some people may say, please don't talk to me like I'm a dog, okay? Uh, but in this situation, I said, I, I said okay, guys, this, this is the conquistadors, or the, you know, conquistador hanger-oners. I said, listen. Okay, guy, you can be friends or you can be captives. And they said, well, they said you can be nice and polite and get along with everybody here. Or you could be a captive. And I said, I said okay, who's going to choose now? And a couple of them said, I said, okay, you chose captive. You know, and then that was pretty, translation of captive uh, was pretty. And they said, okay. And I said, you know, nice captive, but, you know, I said, so, you know, no escape. So most of them agreed to be. And then Lady Witchbeard, she said, I'll be a captive germ. And I, I said, well, Lady Witchbeard, I was, was going to, I need you as an advisor. And then she acted, she said, and if we don't get moving soon uh, to capture Cortez, you, you, you're going to, I'll be considering you my enemy. I think she, she must use, she, I don't think she uses consider, though. She's got stronger vocabulary than that, but something. I said, oh, okay. And I thought about it. I said, yeah, we got to get it. And I said, well, can I just fill you? And she turned away from me, like her classic turning of the cheek. And not the cheeks we talked about last week, Lady Green Cheek, Green Buns, they called her, Green Cheeks. And I said, I think one time, one night I was trying to, I said, I wish I knew green sleeves. I should know that off the top of my head, but I don't. Uh, she she was ignoring me, so, and I said, but I said, she's right, we got to get moving. And I said, all right, well, this is great meeting all of you people. And Marina's trying to interpret. And I said, well, she said, now I got to worry about me. And I said, well, and I said to the guys, I said, well, I mean, I can, can see, I'll be back to pick up the captives later. And then a couple of guys that were on the fence said, oh, we're going with you. And I said, you know, we'll get going. And I said, well, gee, maybe we should bring some warriors with us, you know, keep these guys. And I said, I could use a, a, a couple warriors. As this was thinking in my head, you know, keep these uh, conquistadors from mutinying me. And plus, I've always, you know, been cool. It would be, you know, a dream of mine to have a warrior, you know, some warriors. Be a warrior. If I can't be a warrior... Yeah, I guess you got to be, anyway, it was, it would have been cool. But I said, all right, you know, we got to get moving. I said, you know, we got to catch this guy. 
uh, actually, and then I started, you know, when you get to, when you, uh, I don't know if anybody uses this tactic with the silent treatment, but I'm commonly the victim of a silent treatment, you know, in, in billions of different situations. Even ones you'd think, a barista, why would they give you the silent treatment? Well, there's a lot of good reasons, but, but I said, I have tactics for that. But one of my prime tactics is to stand close to the people, person that's giving me the silent treatment, and then talk about something, hoping those. So I, I stood by Lady Witchbird. I said, yeah, we got to get going. They got this great plan to go catch this guy who he's trying to, we're going to beat him to where he's going. I'm 90, 80, 80, 70, 80 percent is sure. He's headed straight to the palace in the sun, and that's where we're going to... The people were chattering a lot, you know. I said, well, they love me, you know. I flew on a broom. Uh, so full humility alert, I, I realized they didn't love me. They loved the projection of a man who could fly. You know, they, they didn't know about the stolen broom dust. And if they did, can you imagine trying to interpret that into a language you bear, you know, you only know parts of it? Like, okay, this buffoon stole some broom, you know, broom dust. That's, even as I say it, so, where was I? See, I, I'm interpreting in my, my own thoughts into English, and I'm getting confused. So there's your answer of how interpreting it is. Interpretable? Open to interpretation? No, you don't want it. But anyway, I said, we got to get moving. I, my plan's going. And I said, no need to. I accidentally clapped once right by Lady Witchbeard, which she, she just, uh, I could feel like a warm breath on the back of my hand. And she, I said, oh, boy, she's really mad. And I said, we're getting silent from from someone you're not uh, sleeping with. And you're not sure what, what her feelings are about you. Too, but, but I didn't say that out loud. I just thought of that, that as an aside. But I say, you know, no worries. We're going to beat Cortez. We got a fat, you know, we're just going to have a couple of us. No reason to worry. No reason to worry at all. But it didn't look like it was relieving. And I said, all right, let's get going. And then I thought again about it. And I said, what do you say? I said, these guys look, a couple of these guys look pretty fast. But then I noticed it was like the village was, uh, it was almost like you showed up at a train station. You said, hey, you know what? The train is down, you know, right down the tracks. They said, come on down here. You know, the and everyone's like, okay, we'll follow you. Because everybody started, they were like, all right, let's go. Like they were waiting for me. And people started getting water, you know, what, you, what they transported water in, which I'm sure you could picture in your mind. And food, I said, I said, okay, Marina, what's going on here? And she said, they're saying they're ready to go. And then someone, like an older woman who looked uh, authoritative, uh, she, she, she looked very, she, she was just, she looked nicer though than you could say. Gee, she, she, she was like, well, was a, but she said, okay, we sent runners to the villages. They're going to be ready to go. And I said, so everybody's coming along, huh? And and I said, oh no 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 need to come along with the germ, no you know no need and no need at all. But they started. I said, okay, uh, 
He said, he said, you know, can you tell him to wait here for me? I'll come back. And they said, wait, no, wisely. Which and they said, I, I will try to come back and see everybody. You know, tell them about my cowardice and my uh, uh, thievery and all that. But I said, well, you know, we, we got to get going. And I noticed all the old and young people I had saved. I said, well, Jesus. But he, it, 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 there was like a lot of chattering, like where you're like, holy cow, this is going to take forever. And then Marina said, what you and I said, well, let's keep, let, let's have him walk us out of town. And I said, well, what the heck? And Lady Witchbeard was, at this point, my uh, plan to get Lady Witchbeard to talk to me by standing close to her had backfired because now she was so close to my incompetence or possible, you know, what could be interpreted as inc incompetence. Uh, you know, so Marina was like, well, you uh, stole, you know, they, they uh, she's like, I think she, my best understanding is the person that you sent to the, and she said, what did you call a germ, a farm in the sky? And I said, well, no, you're not supposed to say it's in the sky. So they think it's real. The guy who went to live on the farm, so happy he could run free. Uh, yeah, that guy, she said, well, he was for one of the angry guys. She said, he was an offering. And I said, an offering to who? And she said, the, the, the gods. And I said, okay, so what were they, what were they going to do? I said, a God, the gods were going to come get him. And she said, yeah. And I said, well, what if the gods didn't come? And she said, well, you came, germ. And I said, you don't have to call me germ. You, you, you could call me something not germ. And then she just waited to see if I could refocus on my own, which I didn't did eventually. And I said, I said, I said, yeah, but what if the and I said, so what's the guy? And she said, well, they think, Lady Witchbeard, she, they, they think you're some god fighter. And I said, a god fighter? And they said, she, they said they're pretty, she said, she said, they said, sorry, this is like double interpretation. I heard about, I heard she said this about you, like that. Um, But she said, they said, that they thought Lady Witchbeard was a, some sort of god or demigoddess. They think we're dealing with not the direct gods. Again, this is discrete stuff that was. But she said she said something's coming, and I said I said they think something's coming. She said she said yes, and I said okay. So they think something's coming, so they want to stay close to the germ. They said, well, I'm a cat. And she said, well, they think coward and thief are good things. And then lo and behold, Lady Witchbeard decides to, to, to speak. And she says, don't be a fool. And I said, uh, I said, were, were you speaking? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. And she said, don't be a fool, germ. She said, they can't possibly keep up. She said, we need to think about, you know, she said, think about the cauldron. And then she looked at me again, and she said to me, I have much to lose, germ, and I'm unwilling to do so. And I said, well, gee, I said, uh, I said, well, we, we'll, we'll get right moving. I said, Cortez is not going to be ahead of us. 
he's going to the pat. I said, I said, I said, Marina, you think they know how to get to? She said, Yeah, you there. You already said Palace in the Sun. That's where they're ready to go. Family, which is German. They can hide. And I said, Okay, okay. Your opinion is noted, Lady Witchbeard. Uh, but, but, you know, I got other. Uh, you know, and I said, Let, Marina, let's get it. And I said, Oh, boy, sorry. I got issues. And she giggled at that. I said, uh, and I said, and she said, no, she said, germ, come on. And she said one other thing. Uh, she says they're a little bit skeptical. Some, you know, she said they want to believe in you. She said, but and I said, well, you know, I'm not exactly war. I said, so I'm, I'm messing things up. And she said, no, 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 no. She said, they're afraid you're going to mess things up like that. The gods are going to catch it. You know, whoever the gods have sent is going to catch up with them. And I said, well, let's go. Let's all get moving. Then we got water. We got food. Let's, I said, they know how to get there, right? She said, yeah, we got a couple stops. And I said, you, you're not out. Of, this isn't like when you go, you're out of town or you're visiting someone. They say, hey, just a couple stops. And then it takes forever and she said, no, they want to get there before they, and I said, and I said, Marina, you look a little worried too. And she said, yeah. And I said, don't worry, it's just a belief system. There's nothing coming to get us. Lady Witchbeard's not a demigod. I mean, this is a nice belief system. It seems like they unify themselves. Maybe the whole God's coming to get, and I said, whoa, boy. And I said, we might have a religious, and I said, anyway. I said, you know, Lady Witchbeard might be a goddess, but, uh, and she said, Germ, you were making a point, and then you tried to create, I said, okay, it's just, a, it's it's fine, it's going to be fine, there's no, nothing coming to get us. Uh, so we started moving, uh, oh, so slowly would be the nice way to say it, but, you know, little kids, and I think the, there's a universal uh, truth. Kids, some kids are a giant pain in the ass. Is the universal truth? You think you travel to another universe in another time? You say, "Jesus, I bet you these kids are good, well behaved." Nope. Some of them are. You know, a couple of them walking by me, or you know, I was behind some babies being carried, making faces at them and stuff. But then you got the kid wanders in, gets, you know, uh, steps on some sort of spiny acorn and cries and cries and has to be carried. And you got the kid, go, where's Billy? Can't find Billy. And I say, geez, these people are very maternal, I think, or parental or whatever the hell you call it. Uh, and then you got the older people, you say, stop for water. And I say, okay, we got to pick up the pace here. Uh, because Lady Witchbeard is never going to speak to me again, and I, I do have to catch Cortez as much as I love saving pe my people. And I said, I gotta, th I gotta think of something here. So, uh, and Lady Witchbeard, she said, she, I, she said, Jerm, don't sit down to think. And she really started laying into me. Really, I said, whoa, whoa. And then the soldiers. They surrounded her with shields, and I said, "Ma'am, what is in those shields?" They really absorbed the sound. 
So they just walked around with her. It was a little shield tent, I guess you'd call it. And she was, rah, rah, and she was just yelling at me the whole time. I believed it. I trusted you. I believed it. And I said, man, I blew it again. He said, story of my... I said, I just shouldn't have crushes, I guess, because... Uh, and then even Moraine said, Germ, uh, task at hand. And I said, don't worry, I'm good in a crisis. This is like the crisis lull. And she said, what's in the cauldron, Germ? And I said, crisis reignited. Thank you, Marina. And then I said, I, said, I started saying, okay, do you, do you guys have the buddy system? And she said, yes. And we, we, we started working on some plans. And I said, let's get all the kids together. And I started telling them stories. And that worked for a little while. Uh, to trick them, but in a non-lying situation, I started telling them some cool stories, uh, also universal truth. I don't know why kids love Ewoks. They don't like Jar Jar, even back then or there over in that world. And uh, George Lucas can still sue you even if you're in a... I said, geez, what is that? Is that a, is that a raven carrying a lawsuit for me? Uh, but anyway, not important, not important. So uh, I said, man, so after a couple stories when I had most of the kids hooked, even the bratty ones, now I wasn't telling boring bedtime stories or well, I guess I was doing a little Ewok fan fiction. E the Ewoks versus Jar Jar and, and the rest of the idiots in the, down there. I don't know what they called themselves, but it was great. Kids loved it. But I said, man, I said, uh, I said, what's the name of the, the next village, uh, Marina? And they said, they said, are the kids as slow there as you? And at first they thought, meant, and I said, no, it was slow. I said, you guys, they said, do you guys walk different? Does the other village walk better than you guys? And they said, but, but, but you know, I they said, okay, is that? I said, and then I said, man, because I said, I can't wait till we get to a village where the kids actually can walk, you know, like reasonable speed. And then the kids, and I said, well, how, how do you walk? And I showed them some speed walking, mall walking. And of course, they were cracking up. But I said, that's how I heard they, I learned how to walk like that in the best village of all time, you know, three villages down. They said the big village, you know, where all the good stuff happens. And then I said, and then they kind of bought it. They started walking. And then I told them about Santa Claus. They said, probably I was mucking around in their belief system. But I said, well, maybe they have a, a present God. I don't know. Uh, but once they said, yeah, she said, we, you know, let's keep it moving. These kids, and they said, stay together. No one, you know, I had them. And I even had him like, bad, watch out, bad, you know, don't go off the path. You won't get crap. And I said, okay, I got to think of presents for the kids. But I said, I, I, I got a present of story. And then I said, okay, now on to the older people. And I said, Marina, bring me the teens of consensual age. Uh, and she said, what does that mean? And I said, well, yes, it was in territory. We call it uh, adults. Uh, civilized world, you know, it was another, I said, you know, teens, adult, young adults. And it took, and then Lady Witchbeard, she was, she was, sorry, she was starting to, 
I heard her like, uh, I said, is she crying inside the, but I said, okay, focus. And I said, okay, when I said, okay, who, bring me all the people that are trying to bear children that haven't successfully bared children, uh, but they're trying like crazy to bear children. That's all they can think about is uh, making children uh, those people, and please tell me they're adults and look like adults and they're fully clothed. Uh, please bring me them. And I'll tell you, you know, as straight up as uh, straight can be, all those things were met, all those criteria. Uh, you know, most adult-looking, fully clothed adults came. And I said to them, I said, I said Marina says, you know, I said, hey, guys, uh, new rule from germ. Uh, protect, you know, we got those uh, God in pursuit and stuff. I said, hey, 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 I said, hey, guys, come on. I said, these are, and they had a, a concept of partnering. So I said, hey, you guys got some nice partners over there. I said, well, no, no, you know, we don't have any time for stopping, no hand-holding, no kissing, no looking. I said, unless I got a little get proposal for you. And I said, how any of you guys strong at all, strong, you know, virile? And I said, it's called, you know, back. I said, you get some of these older adults on your back. You run way the hell down the path. And I said, you bring your friend with you, and then you have them rest in some shade. And while they drink water and eat, the older adults, you know, you guys can, you know, practice or fully, you know, do, do some baby stuff. And then when we catch up, you go again. Now, you've, you know, I said, I don't know. You know, maybe you guys aren't like the guys in the, down, you know, five villages down that can, you know, do this kind of stuff. But that's I heard you guys were virile, but I don't know. And boom, you would think. Now, this village had a lot of young young adults of, of uh, you know, consensual age, full consensual age uh, for this time. So, boom, that problem was solved. There was even, like, fully able adults that were getting carried on backs down because they didn't even have enough uh, older adults. So the sound that was coming from Lady Witchbeard's, her, uh, what do they call it, shield tent, uh, I said I knocked on the shield, and then I was like, uh, what am I doing? Because then the the, uh, warriors, they kind of, they were looking at me like, what do we want to do? And I said, uh, I said, can I have a peeky poo? And obviously, they, I said, Marina, does that translate? She said, I wouldn't know. And I said, peeky poo, I did the natural, you know, the national, international, you know, I said, you know, well, let me peek inside at Lady Witchbeard. And when I looked in at her, her entire uh, demeanor had changed. I had never seen her this way before. She was, her shoulders were drooped, her head was drooped. If she had, she currently didn't have her, she just had a bandana type thing on. But I said her witch hat would have fallen right off her head. And I said, get these shields out of the way, get these shields out of here. And I said, Lady Witchbeard, are you, and she, 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 she just sighed. And she just trudged along. Uh, she trudged along and said she seemed like her spirit was broken. 
And I said, don't worry, Lady Witchbeard, we're going to get there. Don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll make it. I said, I got the kid. The teens are carrying the older adults. The children are running along. We're going to make it there. And she she said, she said it's probably too late, Germ. And I said, well, she's this lady. And I, I said, I started to start to worry and think at the same time. All of a sudden, before I went on some you know deep track of overthinking, there was a sound. At first, I thought it was thunder, but it was more of like a. Uh, it had more of a. It wasn't a gong, and it wasn't thunder, and it was really loud, unnaturally loud in the sense that it wasn't so loud it hurt your ears, but it filled your ears. And he said, and it also had a little melodic thing at the end, and then a grind. And everyone stopped, everybody. And I, I said, oh boy, I said, what the hell was that? And no one knew. And I said, do you think it's some sort of stone stone god coming to get us? And, and, and I said, okay, we better move faster. I said, everybody keep moving. And I started to worry. And then not that long after, the same sound came again for about too long, 20, 30 seconds. And then we kept moving. And then again, sporadically throughout the day and the night and the next couple of days and nights, as we journeyed deeper, we, we passed through some other villages. Uh, we passed through some other villages and, you know, our, our group got bigger, but everybody was getting along. But this noise kept coming. And at some point I said, well, geez, uh, it's got to be, it sounds like it's coming from somewhere far off. But no one, every village we got to, they were all like, we don't know. Uh, this is in, 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 and again, they thought I was some sort of war, god warrior, warrior, god fighter. But then I forgot that, uh, Lady Witchbeard had that uh, pirate eye thing, the uh, the old uh, spyglass, magical spyglass. So I said, hey, Lady Witchbeard, let's go climb a tree. That'll cheer you up. We'll get out the spyglass. We'll go find out what this mysterious noise is. And she said, just take it. And I said, you don't want to go climb some trees with me, Lady Witchbeard? And she said, no, germ. I don't want to climb any trees. And I said, and, and she said, take this and, and you, you know, use it as you wish. You, you, why didn't you just steal it from me? And I said, at first I said, well, that's not fair. But then I said, well, well she said, I guess I did. And then I said, well, if I'm going to take, I said, well, do, do we need magic to get this to work? And then she said to Marina, she said, say this, like, uh, Zimzalism, it wasn't that. It was something more, you know nicer but so then I said Mar Marina how, how's your uh, tree climbing and she said not bad I said so let's get a so we had kind of gauged the general direction of where the sound was coming from which I'd say uh, mid right right side uh, diagonal so I don't know if that was north south east or west but uh, so we climbed the tree. Now, Marina, she's a, uh, 
she's like a a, a speed demon. Maybe because I said, I haven't seen anybody climb like that before. Real scrambler. Uh, But she scrambled up the tree. We got up this tree. We fired up the old uh, looking glass. And uh, we started to look. And and then we heard the sound again because we tried to time it. And we saw she she did the zim zala zim, and then she said there germ there, and you know, in the distance now it's hard to gauge distance through a magical spyglass very hard to gauge the distance so hard, uh, but we saw in the distance a uh, a pyramid base and maybe the second layer it was being and I said jeezy. Is it when they put a rock down, you see, or whatever you call it, a stone? That's what's causing the sound. And Marina said, "I think so. I think so." And I said, "Oh boy!" I said, "That's uh." So we wait. I said, uh, "We waited around, and, and it did." It was when they placed the stone, it sent out this magical vibration, rock placing sound, and scraping sound. And I said, "Well, Jesus, a magical pyramid." And then we had a, a huge long discussion that I would say is pretty pretty dull about belief systems. And Marina was trying to explain to me that the belief systems that I brought with me steeped in my own special ignorance. And I said, "Oh, you think my ignorance is special? Well, thank you, my dear." Uh, but uh, she said, "Uh." She said, you know, this is a different, she said, this is not your world. And I said, are you a multi-world traveler? Do you travel the dimensions? And she said, Jerem, I've been to the palace in the sun. I've looked, you know, I've looked into the other dimensions. I've never traveled there. And I said, I was just using, I said, I don't even know what a dimension is, to be honest with you. I, I just said that word. Uh, because I thought it sounded, but anyway, we had this long conversation. But I said, "Well, we better get. I got to check on Lady Witchbeer. We got to get moving." And then I thought about it. I said, well, "Jesus!" I said, "Cortez is trying to." And then I said, "I went back up to. I started to climb down. Then I went back up, and I said, uh, uh, Marina, how's your math?' Because I said, I think there's some sort of pyramid math you can do.'" I said, if we count the blocks in the base and we divide that by the number and then we divide that by the amount of time, we, we take we count the number of ba- blocks in the base. I said, why don't you count the number of blocks in the base and then, then the, you know, the second level and then hopefully there'll be a math person in this village down here. We can, you know... But I said, I think we could figure out how much time we have. And believe it or not, magic of math, we did. And it wasn't a good, I said, because when this pyramid's, I got a bad feeling about this pyramid in my gut. And I said, when this thing's, so I said, okay, we we don't have very long to get to this uh, pyramid, which was uh, presumably near the palace in the sun. I guess I was making a leap of faith there. Uh, But I said, all right, so, so later that evening, Uh, We reached the next village. I said, everybody double up on water. Uh, You know, I told all the little kids about Santa Claus. I said, you know, it's a double presence if we get moving faster. 
They told all the young adults, they said, hey, you know, partner switch if needed, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and I said, geez, I asked them, Marie, I said, you, get, you guys got STDs here? Just double check on that for me. But then, you know, go out, go ahead and, you know, check the belief system and then, you know, do that. Uh, but then everybody got down to camp. But to be honest, I was very stressed because... Lady Witchbeard was mad, and then she was sad. And I said, I have all these people thinking I'm some sort of leader, and I'm not. But then I also was like, I think it was mostly my own, because I said, geez, maybe if I was a bigger person, I would have actually been worried about Lady Witchbeard's feelings or the fears of the, all these people. But I was really more worried. I said, geez, I wonder if Lady Witchbeard's mad at me. Or, oh, no, and also, oh, no, I made Lady Witchbeard sad. So that means I'm a bad person. And so I was caught up in all my own feelings, and I was looking at the stars, hoping uh, to be distracted. But then I was saying, well, I said, well, I'll just keep moving. I'll just keep these people moving. Lady Witchbeard, hopefully she'll come around. I said, I'm pretty sure we're going to still maybe beat Cortez to the palace, and then we'll catch him. And I said, I don't know what the problem is. He's going, I guarantee he's going to the palace in the sun, so we should still get our, I said, and I said, I'm going to go talk to Lady Witchbeard because I think everything's going to be okay. And then right as I turned to go talk to Lady Witchbeard, this this, this man stumbled into camp. Now, this is a... Uh, a communal society we're talking about. So there's not a lot of individuals stumbling around. And this guy, he uh, he looked like he was lit, like like drunk or high. He was stumbling around. He came, I was like in the center of the village near the dying embers of a fire. And as he came into the, the dim light, he kind of looked like... Uh, the, the the whichever Christmas ghost is the one that's tall with curly hair, wears a green robe, a lot of chest hair, usually carries around like an Olympic torch. I don't know if that's past or future or present. Maybe it's present. He's kind of got a Bacchanalian thing going. Uh, so the guy looked like that. But he had, instead of a green robe, he had some sort of, like, Joseph's, like, if he had stolen uh, Joseph's amazing Technicolor dream coat, but that coat was actually real, because it was, I said, well, that's a sweet coat, man. And and then also uh, some other combination, kind of those two combined with, like, your skeezy Uncle Larry, like, he had something skeezy about him, too. Like, so he had some of the sweet parts of that Christmas god and then a dream coat. But then something, and he was a little bit heady of scent. And he, he, he said, he said, I said, hey, what's up? After we talked about his coat, I said, uh, I said, can I help you? Uh, and he said, yeah, are you the germ? And I said, um, no, I'm not the germ. I'm, I, I'm germ. I, I said, no, no, no. And he said, oh, he said, I'm looking for the germ. And I said, well, if you're looking for, I said, well, it might be some, I said, who sent you? And he said, the, the, the gods, they're, you know, the, the gods you stole from. 
And I said, I said, I'm sorry. I said, which gods? And he said, the gods are angry with you, germ. And I said, I said, I said, I'm sorry. I, I think I must be asleep. And he pinched me. He said, no, you're not. And then he clapped me on my shoulder and he said, we, we'll do battle in the morning, germ. And then he laughed, a laugh, a laugh. And I said, I, I, and then I noticed he reached into the pocket of his Technicolor dream coat. That's probably copyrighted, though. But I said, I said, I don't know if you can copyright a coat. And he pulled out a thing of grapes and a little, like, bottle of hooch. And I said, I said, okay, well, if I, I said, it looks like I hit the jackpot with the angry gods messenger. And I said, well, whatever. I said, it's bedtime. I'm going to bed. And I'll deal with this this guy. But I assume he's some sort of god come to battle me. But hopefully it'd be easy. Or maybe he won't wake up and I could just, you know, send him to a farm while he's asleep. Uh, but that's as good a place as any to stop right now. So, you know, just like the dying, burning embers in the fire, you know, start to sink off. You're you're falling slowly asleep, deep in your bed, deep, deep asleep. And I'll talk to you soon, all right? Good night.